There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, opening a tin of humour ravioli, pouring it into the pan of friendship, heating it up, and whacking that on some cheeky toast. Tinned ravioli on toast podcast. I panicked, James. That is a Gamble. My name is James A. Castle. Together we own a dream restaurant, and every single week we invite a guest and ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish, and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Noel, Noel Fielding. Fielding. Noel Fielding, an amazing comedian, James, of course. Look, obviously. National Treasure Territory. Yes, I would say. I would, I, I, obviously, we we are the age yes. where when the Bush came out on TV, we were watching it. All of our friends were watching it. Mm-hmm. Everyone was obsessed with them. So very formative comedy for us. Absolutely. And maybe Noel doesn't want to hear that. Maybe it makes him sound old. <laughs> but he's not. Nah. He was just doing cool comedy when we were late teens. Yes, very much so. And look, he's still doing cool comedy uh, because he's in a brand new comedy series on Apple TV+. Plus. It's called The Completely Made Up Adventures of Dick Turpin. uh, And Noel is the lead playing Dick Turpin. Hugh Bonneville's in it as well. I'm very looking forward to seeing that pairing. I'm very looking forward to seeing it as well. It's an amazing cast. Ellie White's in it. Mark Wooten's in it. Tamsin Griggs in it, Asim Chowdhury's in it, Joe Wilkinson's in it, Mark Heaps in it. I mean, it's just this... Holy shit! It's an absolute cavalcade! Well, that'll be fantastic. Also, uh, Noel has ties to the food world of with course, Bake Off. Bake Off. Um, and this is nearly... I mean, not many people left now from the tent that day, that worst day of my life. No. So we, we've had... I've been on it as well. I had a lovely day. Yeah, you had nice L- Loved hanging out with Noel. You had a really nice time. Have you seen Noel since... Uh, since the tent? This is the first time. Oh, man. First time I was... I so he's worried about coming in here that you're still going to be in the, that mood? No, he, he had a good time. He didn't mind. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it. I'm sure it'll come up. It normally does, even with people who are completely unconnected to it. But listen, we love Noel Fielding. But if he mentions the secret ingredient, an ingredient which we deem to be unacceptable, we will kick him out of the dream restaurant. We will. And this week, 
The secret ingredient is spicy carrot and spicy coriander. Spicy carrot, coriander, and ananda soup. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to say at the same time, I wasn't sure if we were going with just tasty soup or spicy carrot and coriander soup, and then I tried to say coriander at the same time as you, but you'd said it, so I said coriander and ananda. And we should be saying it at the same time, because that's what they would do. Crimping. Yeah, that's true. They would say it exactly the same yeah. time. But um, Too late now. We'll never be the boosh. We're not Noel and Julian, and we never will be. No, no, no. But no. They, they did sing Spicy Carrot and Coriander in the soup song. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I would be surprised if Noel picks something that is from yeah, his I back don't, catalogue. No, but if will. he does... He's gone. We'll kick him out. He's gone, mate. But that'll be a shame. Uh, but this is the off-menu menu of Noel Fielding. Welcome, Noel, to the Dream Restaurant. Hello. Welcome, Noel Fielding, to the Dream Restaurant. <laughs> We've been expecting you for some time. Now, can I just stop you there and yeah. say, you're the genie and you've just appeared, right? Yeah. Yes. No one rubbed the lamp, though, did they? It's a very, very good point. You just come out willy-nilly, is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, and do you know what? Because that's the only rule I remember. Yeah, Someone's yeah. got to rub the lamp. Yeah. You've just got like a door, like a cat flap. Yeah. <laughs> a genie flap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you know what? We just, did, we just did a tour, a live tour of this, and we would get the guests to rub the lamp every night. Yes. Oh. And yet... When, when, when we put that in, I was like, we never do this usually. Yeah, it's Why different. Why are they rubbing the lamp live? I guess it's different because on the tour we had a big lamp on stage. We had a big lamp. Yeah, I so that's easier to go to a guest. Right. Can you rub that lamp it's that's there? It's quite dodgy territory these days, isn't it? Yep. Can it you is. rub my um, lamp? Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of rubbing at the tip of the neck of the lamp and stuff. Um, 20 years time, yeah. well, they forced me to rub this yeah, lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit weird. weird. It's a bit weird. It wouldn't age well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but when it's audio only... Especially, at least you're aware of the genie yeah. being a thing, right? I love you do your own sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good, right? Yeah, that's probably one of the only things you, you have to be able to do as a genie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do your own sound effects. Like Robin Williams, he'd do all his own sound effects. Because I guess if no one's rubbing the lamp, you have to do your own sound effects. If you are coming through a cat yeah. flap, you're just coming out a cat flap and going, Yeah. I like that I've got a little cat flap. <laughs> genie flaps, lovely. Yeah, do you think, do you think I'm chipped? So it knows it's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little magnet around your car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's important. First time I saw you do stand-up, Noel, the first thing you said was about a cat. Oh, was it? I remember it because it was like, it was before I did stand-up, so I'd pretty much, you know, every gig I went to. You remembered I'd just every, come away yeah. from it and remembered every single night. I think I remember when I was young and starting, the people I liked, I'd go and see and I'd remember everything they did. And then now when I go see a gig, they go, people go, what did he talk about? And I go, oh, yeah. I no idea. <laughs> Some stuff. But yeah. I used to be able to do whole yeah, Stuart Lee sort yeah. of yeah. routines. And kind of entire things. Yeah. I used to do a lot of animal stuff, basically. But well, not... it wasn't, uh, it was, you, you picked up the mic stand oh. and the legs went, uh, oh, yeah. sort of just folded in and yeah. you went, oh, it's like when a cat, when you pick up a cat and it goes all long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still think about it now if I ever yeah, pick up a mic and, and it great. does that I, I'm thinking of Noel going oh I've gone all long and doing an impression of a cat well you can have it <laughs> I used to we used to do so much stuff about I used to do so much stuff about animals and the only other person really that was this is when I started 
that used to do a lot of animal stuff was Ross Noble. So we used to sit backstage and if we were on the same bill. Talk about like, animals. Okay, well you can have unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having monkeys and we just sort of divvy out all the animals because it's like such a crossover. All those stories of like old school, the working men's club comics, yeah. comics who had like the blackboard of all of the topics and jokes and they crossed them off when they came off. But it's just you and Ross Noble with whimsical animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then always be like an old school, slightly old school comedian there, just tutting. Yeah, yeah. This, this won't take off what these two are doing. This is not real comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, but also, like, much how furious those comics were because uh, when our generation came, we're, we're the ones who just like watched all you guys. Yeah. But those old school, it was still the same uh, old school comedians on the circuit yeah. when we started. They hated us. Oh my God. We were even worse. Cause they were like, we thought, we thought this was going to get better. Yeah, we thought but it was a phase. These guys liked those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> now they're all talking about unicorns and monkeys. Where are the guys that liked us? Yeah, yeah. I what do remember, I do remember the first time I ever saw Eddie Hazard. And I remember watching, it was on telly, I think. And I just caught the end of it. And I remember thinking, I've not heard anything like this. Yeah. And then when you go back, you go, okay, Richard Pryor, people, Steve Martin, some people were doing stuff like that, mm. mainly Americans. But I remember when Izzard did it and I remember thinking, oh, yeah, this is not going to be the same yeah. now after this. Yeah. And there was like a period where everyone was doing Izzard. I'd say there's a period of time where um, not just comedians, but every single student was acting like you. Yeah. There was a point where, like, I think... Can only apologise. I someone who who had uh, consumed so much Mighty Boosh that basically turned into one of the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, don't don't talk to that guy at a party. (laughs) It's a weird thing, isn't it? Because I was the same. I used to watch my favourite shows, like Fry and Laurie and stuff, and Blackadder, over and over and over and over and over again. So you knew every single bit yeah which is such an odd with comedy yeah. it doesn't really work it only works <laughs> just the element of surprise but there's something comforting about watching and then i would meet people who go oh my god i watched the post a thousand times and i just think and i could never remember anything that we'd yeah. written and they'd go that bit where you did this and i'd be going oh, i don't remember <laughs> i go that was julian i think <laughs> there's nothing to do with me i don't remember that. yeah there's so many people who didn't turn up uh, to lectures at uni because they all they did was sit in their room watching the bush on limewire yeah. <laughs> it's like a different time though as well because now i guess it i'm glad it's got back to stand up it feels like it's got back well i mean podcasts are amazing because they're sort of the new way of you can do so much with podcasts can't you they're sort of they feel like the right they're like a sort of laid back stand up mm-hmm. a bit more jazzy yeah. stand up but I remember what there was there were programs. People made programs with scripts and rehearsed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a thing anymore. And there well, are loads of people going, I'm not sure that's right. People and they'd have would to change read it. The yeah. go, What's this bit here? And we go, Well, oh, I don't know, it was quite late when we wrote that. But now it's like, yeah, you'll be fine. Come in, just have a chat. Oh, but I'm assuming, Noel, there was a script for the completely made up Avengers of Dick Turpin. Lovely, James. Which is out on Apple TV <laughs> Truly Plus. Truly lovely. Yeah. Pretty good, right? That was, I mean, that he's was not good, a genie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's straight out, out of the cat flat. He's out his flat for sure. <laughs> I'm a flat base. Segway flat was so smooth. Um, yeah, there was. A, it was fun actually to do that again. That was like a yeah. That's like a real program with scripts, and I did write a bit as well. So I forgot how I forgot how hard it was to write. It's you can spend all day trying to fix one tiny little thing, and then it's so frustrating. But it is satisfying as well, but it's also very hard. I remember it's like pushing a big boulder up a hill. Julian and I used to get nothing all day and then we'd leave 
and it was something about the act of leaving that we'd get something. So we go, oh, well, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, well, we could do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get undressed and go back in and go, all right, let's stay and write that. But I don't know, it's tricky. Now that I've got family and stuff, it's like, can you just write until midnight or four in the morning? Is you it just you know? writing on your own? No, there's a couple of other writers, so I would just dip in and out now. Nice. Yeah, I just dip in and out. Like I'm sort of some old, I'm so old, I just come <laughs> in and go, listen, guys, let me tell you how this scene needs to work. And it was they, perfect. They so, ignore me and just rewrite it. That's when you get your ideas right, when you're leaving. So if you just keep dipping yeah, in and out. Exactly. About five times a day. I'm like the yo-yo. I come in. <laughs> Non-stop come ideas. Every <laughs> <laughs> time he goes to the door, puts his guy yeah, on. Oh, 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 hang on. <laughs> it was fun, actually, because I haven't done that sort of comedy for a long time. I kept trying to do it again, but after the bush, I was like, oh, this isn't as much fun. Or We were all mates, weirdly, so it sort of just evolved naturally, the bush. And then the problem is, is you try and manufacture that again. It doesn't quite work, or it's not, it just doesn't feel the same. Also, it just all happened in the right way. It was like Edinburgh, then radio, then telly, then, you know, big shows. And then, so when you do a normal TV show that isn't that, you go, this isn't as much fun. Maybe I should not do this kind of mm. show anymore, which is why I ended up doing panel shows and then Bake Off because I thought, oh, it's something else, you know? Yeah, and it's different every day. And, yeah. yeah, and also Julian was so funny. Julian was such a strange character because we it was a bit like a marriage. So once it was over, it was like, yeah, you can still see each other. But you can't have sex anymore. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's over. That's like, some sacred time that we look back at and go, do you remember when we did that? It's like a dream. Like your dream restaurant. Yeah, like my dream restaurant. Yes. So it is a dream restaurant. Yes. It's not a real restaurant. No, it's just like your it's just dream. A dream. I'm trying to write a joke about a dream. I said, I'm trying to write a joke about leaving my keys in a dream. Yeah. And then not being able to get them back. But it's, luckily, it's a recurring dream, so I'm waiting for it to come back. So I, I'm try, I can't quite make it work. But I want to sort of write a joke where I leave my keys in my dream and then I go through all lots of different dreams to get back to the dream where my keys are. Can't make it work. As soon as you get up to leave, you'll think about it. You'll, you'll, you'll yeah. solve it today. Yeah. As soon as you're leaving this, you'll go, guys. I've got it, guys. I could, I, I could get a dream cap. It sounds like another TV show to me. I think you'd be back in here next year to talk about the Dream Keys show. Maybe I should mention that people say, retrace your steps. Yeah. You know, people go, retrace your steps. Where were you? you go, I was actually having a dream. <laughs> Maybe they're in there. But there could be a dream guardian, a guardian who keeps the sort of... Paul McCartney. Yeah. Like a, lost, like a lost property office. Macca, yeah. that's... Yeah, I think, they could be Macca. Do you think he'll do it? He, he wrote a song in a dream. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I reckon he, he, he's got a better handle on dreams than anyone else. He's had the, he's had the most amount of, like, he's success. He's had most, most dreams of anyone. Yeah, yeah. The most successful dreams. I go for quite long periods where I don't have dreams. Do you yeah. do that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's weird, I mean, that, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, apparently two nights ago, I was talking in my sleep, and mm. my girlfriend was like, what were you talking... I was like, I can't remember. Can't remember what it was. She was like, you were really stressed. Yeah, my girlfriend said I screamed once in my sleep. Wow. He was screaming last night. Stood on your keys. What? <laughs> my keys? <laughs> you never get them back. <laughs> we always start with still a sparkling water. Now. Well, here's the thing, right? I prefer fizzy water, as I call it, mm. uh-huh. in the childlike yeah, yeah. way. Waiters don't like to use the word fizzy, do they? No. <laughs> I have fizzy. <laughs> like, oh, you mean sparkling? <laughs> no, fizzy. <laughs> I like the bubbles, but here's what I've ruined it for myself. Basically, I got one of those taps where you can have. Oh, yeah. 
Great. sparkling water. And wow. so now I've sort of overdosed on it. I mm. just have it all the time. So it's not special anymore. Are you waking up in the morning and having a glass of fizzy water? Just all the time. Yeah. I'm addicted. <laughs> but it's like I've had it so much now. It's like I'm like Caligula. I'm just like, I'm bored of orgies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now occasionally I have a still water in the way that I used to have a sparkling water. Oh, wow. That's a treat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. still, that's interesting. So if you're out at a restaurant, you're like, oh, yeah. treat me. I'm out. I'm going to have a still. I do like San Pellegrino. Is that San, San, like, San yeah. Pellegrino? San Pellegrino. So no, no, no. I think leave it as San Pellegrino. Uh, yeah. It's slightly different to San fancier. Pellegrino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> San Pe- Pellegrino is a, a man. Who, so the no guy who, who thought he'd had the idea to make fizzy water <laughs> <laughs> realised it already existed and just put an A in there. San Pellegrino, yeah. I like that one. I like the glass ones. I think when you try and put fizzy water in a plastic bottle, that doesn't work, does it? I know what you mean. I, I had a great fizzy water the other day in a restaurant from a glass bottle. So yeah, I ordered, I so, I ordered some on Amazon and it arrived in a plastic bottle and it's completely uh, killed the vibe. Yeah. And it doesn't taste the doesn't same, taste does it? taste the same. No, no, no. Bubbles don't bounce off the walls as as, uh, no. as vividly, I, I imagine. I imagine with, with, with the glass, they're pinging about all over the place. Yeah. Well, also, ding, 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 imagine ding. being a bubble and then someone says, I'm going to put you in a glass yeah. container. You'd feel yeah. quite good. You'd feel, yeah, yeah you'd feel special. someone goes, I'm going to put you in a plastic bottle. Yeah. You'd be like, what? Come on. this? <laughs> Well, they can't bounce around that. Yeah. There's no way. I don't think that's as so, fun for them. It's difficult because I still love fizzy. Hmm. I'm going to have to go fizzy over still though. But yeah, I've ruined fizzy by having it in taps. It doesn't taste the same taps. Either. Yeah, it's a bit weird. So for your dream meal, you probably wouldn't want it out of a tap. No. Also, I heard Bob saying one, Bob Mortimer saying that it dried his mouth out, fizzy water. And I thought, how can water dry your mouth out? <laughs> No one queried him on that. And I was thinking, no. <laughs> there's no point. Right? We, we, we just, yeah. Yeah, he won't answer us. I think we'd already done like half an hour before we got to water. So, yeah, yeah. So just let him, let him say that. Yeah, we've got to get to sugar and tea. So I think I'm going to go fizzy. But you know, when people order, you know, people make quite a big deal now about ordering tap water, don't they, in restaurants? Mm-hmm. I hate that. It's yeah. really arsy, isn't it? It's like, I love tap water, thanks. I'm not paying for your water. You're like, you're in Heston Blumen. It's, like, it's not going to hurt. I'll have tap water, thanks. But really angry. Well, you never know what Blumenthal's going to do to the water, though, well, do so you? If you're ordering still. tap water? It's like, can I just, you, is there a pond around here? Just go and take this ladle and just get, just Well, get for you, some... if you order tap, you could mean fizzy water. Yeah. Yes. That's what you're used to. Yeah, that's true. I you mean, if really you can get in. fizzy water in your taps why don't you just get on bongo or something yeah that's a good point Cream soda it feels like the sky's the limit if we're getting if well, we've just got sparkling water I've yeah got sparkles <laughs> i mean imagine that yeah, would that be would on bongo be the dream thing to have at I the think tap so that yeah. sort of dirty pink fruity liquid <laughs> purely yeah. for the song yeah yeah would it play the song every time you pour yeah. yourself a glass yeah the only good thing about having it come out of your taps is you go do you want some water when yeah. people come around and you go Sparkling or still, yeah. and they go, "Oh, this guy's got some. This guy's got some quality about him." <laughs> but imagine going on bongo. Trust you in some on bongo. <laughs> I've got it piped in. They'd be like, "Oh, this guy's a serial killer." <laughs> I know. But you're one of the few people that people would go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Right, mm, he's got on bongo coming that out. That makes his sense. House. Yeah. Yeah. Noel Fielding's house. He had on bongo coming out of his taps. <laughs> he washes with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a full shower. Like the shower. <laughs> It's one of the stickiest men you could ever meet. Yeah. Is it still a thing on Bongo? I think it is. Is it? I think it is, yeah. I haven't seen it in ages. You can still get it. You can still, is the carton the same? 
Yes, it's pretty much the same. Have they done that thing, though? This is what I don't really like about... All those weird things from the 70s and 80s were quite unhealthy, but they were delicious. Mm -hmm. And they sort of go, hey, we're still party rings, but we're pretty healthy now. And you go, you're party rings, dude. You don't need to go. Yeah, It's like, they've sort of gone quite dull. Remember, party rings were luminous almost. Yeah. You could sort of see your way through a dark forest with a party ring. It's like it had been laminated with plastic. A party ring was nuts. But like party rings are now quite dull. They're sort of a weird. Yeah, Google party rings, Benito. Google image. They used to be so bright. They were were luminous yellow. Yeah. You knew they were bad for you, but they tasted amazing. Yeah, they they were the colour of Mr. Blobby. Yeah. Do you think they have changed? Because you know how, like, when you're a kid, everything seems bigger. Do you think it's also a case of when you're a kid, everything seems brighter? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. yeah. Your eyesight goes as you get older. Yeah. Party rings are duller. Yeah, that's yeah, not That's not that's how not I remember same, it. Yeah, you, you got your screen brightness turned up to max. Yeah. They're almost muddy. They're muddy looking. That's a dark pink, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Oh. That's with the brightness turned up to max. That's the nothing. yellow's still yeah. quite good. It's yeah. all right. I'd like to liquefy those and have them coming out my taps. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Liquid party rings. I can make that happen for you as, as the genie if you want. Do you, do you want, want that as your water course? Your water yes, course. Yeah. Liquefied party rings? We'll liquefied change it to that. party rings. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> but, but, but the ones from the 70s and 80s? Yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that are luminous. Yeah, 70s you can and 80s use as a party rings. Liquefied, yeah. coming out of your tap. Shower in it. For my baths. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have a bath in it. Because I imagine if you have access to a genie, you could say, would you draw my bath for me please while I'm having yes but you've got to be careful when wording wishes to genies right. yeah because obviously I would just draw your bath yeah on a, pa- on a like on a pad oh I see and then I'd go there you go that's what you wished for and you'd be like you, you tricksy yeah, genie one of my wishes gone just yeah, a bath yeah, yeah. Oh, there wow. you go I've drawn you a bath you've got a picture oh, of a bath it was a liquefied party ring bath so it's quite good <laughs> it's quite a nice drawing I've got a yeah. photo of that now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least a selfie <laughs> Pop-lums or bread? Pop-lums or bread, Noel Fielding? Pop-lums or bread? Oh, my God. Pop-lums or bread? Bread. I've got to be for, you know, you bake up. You couldn't show your face in that tent again. Yeah. I'm not allowed to, contractually, I'm obliged to say bread. Now. Yes. Yeah. I did say on the show, I said, no one eats bread anymore, do they, under 40? No one under 40 eats bread and was terrified of bread. Like, I don't want bread in me. Look at me. If I put bread in me. <laughs> but, like, Paul Hollywood... Makes his own bread, obviously, yep. every day. And he always says, if you make your own, you don't put any of the bad stuff in it. It's healthy. Uh-huh. It's good for you, in fact. And I'm thinking, I'm not 100% sure it's good no. for you. I don't I mean, believe the word he great. says. He looks great. Hollywood. Sure, but, you know. That's his blue eyes, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the eyes. You put those eyes in anything, <laughs> couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Still be <laughs> They're hypnotising. They're like party rings. <laughs> I imagine Paul Hollywood holding two party rings over his eyes and looking through them at him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like a bush baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a little bush baby. They're so blue. Sometimes he catches me looking at them. <laughs> yeah, I bet. He's like, what? And I'm like, nothing. Just They are blue. I think maybe as blue as Paul Newman's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, easily. It's nuts. They're like a husky's eyes, you know, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Game of Thrones style eyes. They're a little bit scary, actually. A little yep. bit zombie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They are scary. They are unsettling. Because they're yes. not—they're not necessarily kind eyes. No. no, no, cold. And we've had him in; he was very lovely. Yeah, yeah. Was he? Well, I, uh, they're not kind eyes. Didn't remember. No. <laughs> he didn't remember you. <laughs> didn't remember you. He, he, he's, he's like, I know you've been on Bake Off, but I can't remember what happened. I was like, you kidding me? I had a fucking meltdown, Paul. <laughs> didn't remember. 
thing you said when you got here. You yeah. said, last time I saw you was uh, mid-breakdown, wasn't yeah. it? I was okay. like, yes, thank you, Noel. <laughs> thank you for remembering it. It's nice. You know what? You held it together quite well because what? I knew you were struggling. <laughs> But I didn't know the I didn't know the full capacity. Yeah, that breakdown. Yeah. But but you you were um I my was I aggravating the breakdown. No, it was great. You you were the only person who, at least to my face, was constantly finding it funny. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone else was kind of like it was hilarious. Like okay, this guy's not doing great. We maybe need to keep an eye on him. And every time you came up to me, you were just laughing <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> Very Whether it was yeah. on camera or off camera, you, well, uh, you were using it. You used it. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was leaning into it, yeah. and I think you recognised that. And we're like, "Well, this is, this is funny." It was like that thing, you know, when someone's tripping and having a bad trip. <laughs> yeah, and people yeah. say, "We'll go with whatever they're talking about." Yeah. And start asking them about what meetings they've got tomorrow because they're going to freak out. <laughs> yeah. So they go, "God, I've got a lion's mane," and you go, "You have got a lion's mane." But well, that's a good thing, you know. <laughs> Don't start going, what time have you got a bit of work tomorrow? Because yeah. I'm not sure you're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was like, yeah, I- icing eggs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you were icing eggs. No, I was just that. like, cool, and who's this egg? That's Prue. <laughs> yeah, it is Prue. That does look like Prue. You know Very what? Good. It was kind of amazing. It was like art, what you were doing. Yes. Mm. It was like performance art, and what you were making was like sculpture, was like art. And yeah. when you've been in the tent as long as I have, seven years you get less for manslaughter. But when you've been in the tent as long as I have, it's quite interesting when someone just goes, no rules, I'm just going to start yeah, yeah. using this food as, yeah. as my playground. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's well, that, playground. <laughs> that was by the final, whatever, uh, yeah, the showstopper. But, I mean, the the technical was the, the pig breakdown. Yeah. Uh, when you were coming over and being like, so how many of these have you have you made? I was like, I've made none of them, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would ever fucking break. I don't. I, I don't get it. <laughs> you know what? The weird thing about baking is right, and they keep threatening to do this to me. I don't know anything about baking at all, yeah. other than theoretically, I probably am quite a powerful baker because yeah. I know everything. But yeah. I've never tried it, so I don't. I think it's one of those things that unless you bake a little bit, you can't just come in and completely wing it. Yeah, <laughs> but. I think comedians know they can wing things, sort of quite good at improvising, so think, I can wing baking. It's yeah. like science. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible time, to wing it. Like, you just get deeper and deeper into the madness yeah. of baking. And so they always go to me, you should go on it. You should go on the celeb one just to, for a joke. And I'm like, that's not, I don't, that won't be funny. That'll be, have you seen yeah. well, when I did it, episode? <laughs> It'll be like that. When I did it, Matt, Matt, Matt was on because there were loads of Yeah, and he was really out. having a breakdown again. Yeah, he was not, he was not happy with he what told he did. Me yeah. to, told yeah. me to fuck off. Because <laughs> I just came up and was laughing at him. He was like, fuck off. I didn't even, I'm really sorry. I'm just really stressed. And I was like, are you joking? But like, it really got to him. Yeah. And I think yeah. he felt extra pressure because he, was supposed to be good or something. Right. Whereas I just literally, they go, you've got to come on the show today as a baker. And I go, not happening. Not happening. Yeah. I will make a genie cat flap, James, <laughs> but I'm not baking for anyone. That Sandy had to fill in for Big Nasty, the series. I think the, yeah. like the day before I came in to do mine, yeah, they were like, Big, Big Nasty did day one and didn't turn up on day two. <laughs> and oh Sandy God. had to fill in for him. I mean, if you ever think you're loose, you know, painting, doing comedy... Big nasty. I don't know how. It's really funny, but yeah. I don't know how he gets from A to B. It's like <laughs> it's just remarkable. I think he thought I was Neil from the Young Ones. Mm. I was like, that was in the that was like in the eighties. I'd be like 
19. <laughs> but he was just like, you're Neil, aren't you, from the young ones? And I was like, no. <laughs> like that guy, Nigel Planer, is about 75 <laughs> now. <laughs> but like... When you say that to me, he just goes, yeah, yeah, Neil. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's you're it. Neil yeah, from yeah. the young yeah, So like, his one. reality is whatever he says. Yeah, it's amazing. So what kind of bread are we talking about? Well, do, do you want it from the Bake Off tent? Do you want Paul Hollywood to bake it? Oh, you know what? He did help me make a loaf once. I made a loaf once. Yeah. And he got behind me like in Ghost, you know. Oh, it was yeah. quite essential. That's good. <laughs> These big hands, like lion's paws. These blue eyes. <laughs> I could feel them boring into my neck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I made quite a good loaf. And then I made toast. I love toast. Yeah. Mm. Thing for me. So mm. what I'm going to say is garlic bread. Lovely. This is a bit perverse because everyone thinks I'm a vampire. So it's a bit like <laughs> an obscure form of self-harming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a vampire and I eat garlic bread. <laughs> Isn't that bad for you? I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I think I really like toast and I really like garlic. Yeah. I'm half French, so maybe that's why. But I really like garlic. So I like making my own garlic bread and I make mm. it too strong. Definitely. Yes. Everyone I've ever made it for is like, oh my God. You know, like some people are panicking about, I'm going to, I'm going to smell, my breath's going to smell of garlic. <laughs> and some people are just like, oh, when you have strong garlics like ginger, sometimes sort of can send you into the future for a few uh -huh. seconds. You yeah. Know, clears, like, clears all your pores out. And yeah, like, yeah. It's like something happens, you go into a, almost into a trance. Yeah. Like imagine like when shaman eat roots, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? You sort of go, have you ever had an old garlic bread? <laughs> <laughs> All the shaman come round for it. <laughs> I'd imagine it's like not that far, like probably like five minutes into the future, yeah. your garlic yeah. bread. Yeah. So you're just... It's almost, po it's almost pointless. You yeah. just go forward to when you're finishing the garlic <laughs> yeah. bread. It's like you just miss the end of the show you're watching yeah. Yeah. and then you're really annoyed and you can't get back. That is the most annoying amount of time to go into the future. <laughs> Two and a half Two minutes. Two to four minutes, yeah. <laughs> Two to four... <laughs> I was boiling an egg and then I don't know what happened <laughs> now in the future it's different in the future isn't it no it's two and a half minutes into the future it's exactly the same no i heard you went into the future what's changed well party rings aren't as good i'll tell you that right now um, how much garlic do you put in them what's your recipe for your garlic bread uh, about six 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 garlics six chunks six chunks yeah. six. well there's the garlic isn't there what are the sections called cloves cloves yeah, that's it. yeah. there's the bulb the bulb and the cloves the bulb yeah oh i like that yeah the yeah. bulb yeah the garlic bulb well i i love breaking the garlic bulb yeah it's yeah. fun it's like a tangerine that went yeah. a stubborn tangerine savory okay. <laughs> chocolate orange yes. i like breaking i like breaking yeah. the bulb as well I love that. but it's yeah. annoying when you're like oh, i've got a good one here and it comes out it's a little baby one yeah, that's I don't no like good, that. is it? I like that. I like peeling. It's very satisfying, isn't it? Yeah. You sort of break the bulb, all comes open. Yeah. And then you pick, you select the best chunks, don't you? The best yeah. cloves. Yeah. And then you think, well, that one will probably send me two minutes into the future. That one maybe four, <laughs> a bit bigger. And you have to peel the actual yeah, yeah. skin. Yeah. There's all that sort of excess weird skin. Like yeah. dry skin. <laughs> yeah, but that's satisfying if it comes off nice drop, and easy. Yeah. Like a sort of snake shed yeah. its skin. <laughs> if they come off like full panels, yeah. that's great. Yeah, but, that's oh, lovely. Yeah. When they've stuck to the actual thing itself and yeah. you're having to peel it off that's shred by shred, good, it, like? yeah. that's upsetting. And what is that? Is that because it's been in the drawer for too long? Or the... yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you put it in the drawer for too well, long. Because how... How long does garlic last? I mean, I'd say I get rid of it when it starts growing the, the tendrils out the top. Yeah. The big green the tendrils. Shop of horror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like speaking of women asking to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you wake up and the garlic's like tickling, <laughs> tickling your chin. I, when I was a little kid, 
my mum had this really big cheese plant and it was sort of, it was over by one wall, but in time it sort of got so big that it was kind of half over the door. It was like the door frame was here and it was sort of edging in and I was just the right height so that every time I walked past it, it was like it just touched my bum. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was being molested by a cheese plant. It's horrible. It's weird. And then we moved it and it just died. Huh? It's like we'd had it for it 10 was... years. It was amazing. We moved it to a different part of the house and it just went, right, fuck you. Your, butt, your butt was keeping it alive. Yeah. Oh, no. If I can't touch that child, <laughs> 12 year old's butt, I'm out. <laughs> Life's not worth living anymore, man, really? without that 12 year old's butt. Yeah. Killed itself. <laughs> I don't even know how you kill yourself. You're a plant. You've no. got no control over your own yeah. water intake or yeah. light. Well, well, I'm stopping photosynthesis. That's for maybe sure. that's that's where it was getting its. If if the sun shone out of your ass, no, maybe that, that's where yes. it, that's yeah, where yeah, it was yeah. getting the it's yeah. uh, it's vitamin D from straight out your butt. Vitamin B. <laughs> vitamin butt. Yeah, I think about that cheese plant quite a lot. That yeah. was my first relationship. <laughs> Not as much as it used to think about you, I imagine. Yeah. It's all well, when you were at school, just sitting there. Yeah. Oh, he I can't wait. <laughs> Until he gets back. I wonder if he's, what he's going to be wearing. Is it the Liverpool shorts? <laughs> <laughs> the feeler tracksuit. <laughs> well, every tracksuit's a feeler tracksuit for that, for that cheese plant. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss today's episode of off menu is sponsored by aura james are you ready to win mother's day i am ed i want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family i want to give my mom an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos may i say james i absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom because this is for us listeners all of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mom's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, 
there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Let's start your dream menu proper, your dream starter, Noel. Okay, well, I thought about this, and you know what? I really like fruit. I don't really like yeah. food. I just want to say I'm, okay. I'm quite eyes and ears. I like. If you think about the senses, my eyes, I love looking at things. Yeah, I, yeah. Love, I can hear really well. I can hear like someone <laughs> folding a map in the next street. <laughs> really weirdly good hearing. It's like super hearing. I don't really like smelling things, and I don't really like putting things in my mouth. Mm-hmm. It's just I have a bit of a weird thing. I don't like feeling full. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to invent tablets, you know. I sort of can't wait for NASA to start sort of uh, doing pop-up restaurants, you know. So right. you yeah. can have food in those tubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dried of... dried astronaut food. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait yeah. for that. <laughs> really appeals to me. So yeah. you must love a frube then. That must be. Yeah. Surely. Oh, my. There were these things in the 70s called swizzle, swizzlers or swizzle sticks. And it was yeah. like the stick that you could eat and then the two packets of sherbet, yeah. cherry, mm-hmm. I think it was, yeah. and lemon. And you would eat the sherbet off the stick yeah. and then eat the stick. Yeah. Wow. It's one of those free with the Beano ones. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I loved those. Loved them. Little sachets. I mean, I used to fantasize about, you know, just all food becoming like that. Sachet based. Yeah, yeah. or tablet based. Yeah. That's a scrambled egg. There you go. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Roast dinner. And I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah. You know, a lot of my friends are foodies. My wife's a foodie. Julian was a foodie. Julian was almost like orgiastic. It's like he'd be going, oh, oh you know, oh, have you tried this? Oh, and it's just like, you know, almost rolling about the table. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like yeah. ordering loads of stuff that he couldn't eat, Respect. especially in curry houses. Yeah. yeah. Like just so many dishes, and you know you're not going to get through them. And just almost in a reverie and a trance. And I'd be and you're like, sat there waiting for I'd have pill. half yeah. a korma. And yeah. go, I'm done now. <laughs> I need to go away. <laughs> so I thought about starters, and I thought, I really like fruit, but people always have fruit at the end of a meal. Yeah, I guess so. And I think it's better for you if you have it at the beginning. Yeah. So I thought, I'll have some fruit to start me off. Yeah. And I thought, I like lychees, so I'd like a refreshing bowl of lychees. (laughs) Sounds absurd. It's our first first time that a bowl of lychees has got a shout out i think yes. in any course let a alone bowl a, of lychees, a bowl yeah, of yeah. lychees a bowl of peeled lychees you yeah. don't want to peel them i don't want to peel them they're quite stubborn the skin yeah but it's garlic you enjoy the peeling right i do but not you not know the lychee. satsuma is yeah. so so satisfying yeah. isn't it the loose satsuma when yeah. it, the that, easy peelers when yeah, it definitely. takes its jacket yeah. off <laughs> i love yeah. that but i feel like the lychee you're getting a tiny bit every time mm-hmm. and you're just thinking this is ridiculous but i love the way they look because mm. i'm all about the eyes really Mm-hmm. And I love the way they smell. It's like perfume, isn't mm-hmm. it? Really odd. Yeah, they it's like s- something almost you shouldn't put in your mouth. They smell like sort of rubbers or erasers, or <laughs> they smell like some sort of perfume your mum used to wear. Yeah, and you go, this shouldn't go in your mouth. Funny it? texture as well. Really weird texture. Yeah, but satisfying. Yeah, weird color. 
Mm-hmm. They're like eyeballs or something, aren't they? They yes. are. They often. The only time I really see them used is when people are like making Halloween things where you put your hand in a box and yeah. go, oh, this is eyeballs, and it's it's just well, a bowl really of light cheese. That sort of grey colour. Yeah. Really odd. It's flashy though, isn't mm. it? It's really flashy. I like that. And I love the smell. I love the taste. And I love it when they've been peeled for you. I think sometimes in an Indian restaurant they'll give you light cheese as a dessert. So if you were in an Indian restaurant with Julian, you're just watching him eat. I'd have one light cheese. You're already (laughs) eating 50,000 booners. (laughs) Booner of, you know. 50,000 booners. Yeah. This is a true story. I think when me and Sergio went to the snooker to watch Ronnie O'Sullivan once, he hadn't been playing for a long time. And he came back and he was winning. He was in the final. He hadn't done any practice. And then I remember at the interval, we said to him, all right, Ronnie, and he went, yeah, you you sticking around? He said to the interval, I'm going to go for a curry, yeah? I'm going to get a boner. (laughs) He wasn't even thinking about the match. He's just thinking about a boner. Hadn't done any practice, hadn't he won? It's like so annoying for everyone else. It's amazing, isn't it? I know, a boner with Ronnie O'Sullivan. Did you have a boner with Ronnie O'Sullivan? No, sadly, we couldn't. And I think this is because we had to get back because I think it was when Serge's girlfriend was pregnant and was about to give birth any moment. So we wanted to get back in case yeah. it happened. So we sadly, we couldn't go That's for sad. a boner with Ronnie O'Sullivan, which is one of the biggest regrets of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to have a booner with Ronnie O'Sullivan. But then I sort of got him to read something out for me, do a voiceover for this character that I did on the show called Fantasy Man. And it was one of the funniest readings of all time because he just did it straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did it. He read it. It was like a paragraph. It had a few jokes in it. And at the end, he sort of sighed like, you went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so we kept it. it Great. Was amazing. But yeah, so in Indian restaurants, sometimes you get those like... What, I, what I'm saying is they f- it feels clean, that food. I like clean food. Yeah. Refreshing. I feel like almost, you know, when they take the stone out, they've peeled it. Yeah. It's almost like I want a small gerbil or a mouse to wear those lychees, like fists, get inside me and just yeah. wash my organs. Okay. That sounds really weird, doesn't it? It's no. escalated. Well, <laughs> do you want that in the dream meal? Do you, do you want, want the gerbil or the do mouse? Do you want the gerbil wearing the yeah. lychee boxing feels, gloves to clean your insides? Do you think a marsupial insides? or a mouse? A marsupial feels more I gerbil. Would, yeah, I feels, choose a gerbil over a mouse because I think... A, is a gerbil a marsupial? It is, isn't it? No. What is no. it, then? It's not got a yeah, pouch, it's got a it? pouch, I think. Has it? Yeah. Gerbils have pouches? No Which way. I think a gerbil is a marsupial. What the? Or is it a desert rat? They're rodents. They're rodents. I've got that wrong. I've been yes. living a lie. <laughs> How many people have you told that a gerbil's a marsupial? Oh, no. Quite a lot. People have gone, I always thought it was a rodent. I know, it's one of those things. You've got a pouch. So yeah. the gerbil wears two lychees on yeah. either fist. Yeah. Get, I don't know how it's getting inside me. Yeah, which way? Surely you want it to mask up, it? right? You want it to have a COVID mask on as well if it's doing this. <laughs> I would Tiny imagine. COVID mask. Yeah, I'd imagine you, you'd yeah. want that. If he's going to be clean. that hat that doctors with long hair wear. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> What's that, chef? Yeah. So well, it's wearing their plastic hat and a shower. Well, I was imagining it dressed as a boxer because it's... <laughs> sure. It's got silk the... Shorts. Yeah, silk shorts and maybe a headband. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a mouth guard. So I've got a nail mate on my sewing machine. Silk boxer shorts. <laughs> yeah. Tiny COVID mask. Yeah. Shower cap for its hair. Yeah. Because it's got a mullet. Yeah. This is Australian because it's a yeah. marsupial. <laughs> and then it wears them like fists. It wears yeah. them like boxing gloves. Gets inside me. We're not sure how yet. Yeah. What, 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 what do you want? Through the mouth or the Richard gear? Oh, man. <laughs> 
Let's go up Richard Gear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have a genie, so you could just the genie the could genie just zap it straight zap into, it into your into stomach me. rather than having to insert it into your anus. And then it washes my organs the yes. way someone would wash a car on a hot summer's day. Yeah. With a bucket full of lychee juice. Yeah. Also, it's also <laughs> dipping the lychee boxing yeah. gloves in lychee juice. Yeah. And then just using them in like squeegees. Working its way up here. And how long do you think it would take the gerbil <laughs> to, to wash do all of your organs? Wash now. all of your organs. A couple of days. Yeah. So that's a, it's a long starter. Yeah. So I'm under. Oh, yeah. you're, you're, <laughs> you're under. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you come to, you feel incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really you good. would actually. Yeah. That's um, my kind of star. Yeah, that's a good start. Yeah. You're going to feel great. Yeah, refreshed. Your dream main course, Noel. <laughs> dream main course. Okay, so there's a place in Big Sur. I went to America and Big. I went to Big Sur and there was a place where all the beat writers used to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I used to eat hamburgers there, Kerouac. Richard Brautigan used to go there, who's my favourite writer. And I just sort of, I was very excited about going to eat somewhere where all these beat writers and cool people had eaten. Yeah. It's called the Nepenthe. Nepenthe. And it's basically, the view is just mountains. Beautiful yeah. place. And the hamburger is supposedly, everyone just would say, you've got to go there for a hamburger. It's the greatest hamburger of all time. And mm. I do quite like hamburgers, but... So I went there and the waiter came over and I said, uh, I've heard the hamburger's really good. And he literally went, well, little brother, we've been, <laughs> this is true. We've been making them for 50 years, so it should be. <laughs> he was like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Gee, Scoob, you got to get the burger. <laughs> he was amazing. Yeah. He was animated. I don't know how they did that. So but at that point, was, well, if, when he suddenly in. did that, you must have been done by then. I was in. I was like, yeah. who's this guy? <laughs> And then he was doing, there were so many people then. It was just him. The way, He was the only waiter. And he was sort of bobbing about. And I just kept saying, I don't care about the food. I just want that guy to come yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. time he came yeah. back, it was the most amazing experience of my life. And then I did have the burger and it was the greatest burger. Amazing. Well, it was like, I don't really, you know, like nowadays, they always have very tall burgers, don't they? You know, you go into a burger mm -hmm. place, gourmet burgers are very tall. They're almost like they have to sometimes put that stick in yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. them so they don't topple over. And you can't, how do you eat those? I don't know what. Yeah. There's too much stuff in there. Yeah, I'm not a So fan I of quite like the little flat burgers. Who's the fella in Popeye? Is it Wimpy? Yeah. He used Wimpy, to say, yeah. I'll gladly pay you Friday for a hamburger today. Do you remember? That yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and his hamburgers look nice. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted a. A wimpy hamburger. Is that yeah. was wimpy named um, after it him? It must be. Yeah, maybe. That can't be a coincidence, can it? He was called Wimpy, wasn't he? Was, he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked like WC Fields. <laughs> he looked drunk as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean I'll gladly pay you. Yeah, Friday. something was going on with him. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if they'd done Oh a... my friend, he had a weird way of speaking to yeah, yeah. like WC Fields. Like the waiter. Well, my friend. Oh, the waiter was out of control. <laughs> Whoa, little brother. <laughs> little brother. Gee, Scoob. <laughs> it's such a good voice. I can't believe it. UK comedians, we tend to like, we go abroad, especially in America, and like people don't know who we are over there. And then you get more character. I, I think you encounter more characters. You do. And I think here, mm. 
if you went into a restaurant yeah. and they've got a weird waiter. They're not sending It's like, do you want to go over to Noel Field? No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm too weird. <laughs> you think they, they're self-aware enough it'll to go, I'm too weird. I'm too weird for fielding. He'll love it. In America, his mind. they don't care. It'll, yeah, it'll use yeah. it. We'll talk about it on a podcast. Yeah. I'm not going over there. Whereas that guy's just like, who's yeah. this? I don't know who this bloke is. Well, brother. And, I, I like, and it's like, yeah, you get to have that treat again. Like before you were famous. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is great. I get the weird guy. There was a guy in a restaurant called the Gay Hussar. I think it's closed down now. That was in Soho, and lots of politicians used to go there. and And I think they did some deal where if you were in a theatre show in Soho or in London, you could get a cheap mm-hmm. meal before if you were an actor. So it was a sixties thing. They were famous in the sixties and seventies, and it's called the Gay Hussar, and it was Polish food, I think. And the guy that ran it, the sort of maitre d, was one of the weirdest people. <laughs> Of all time. We used to go there just for him. <laughs> yeah. And he would just say obscure things like a stand-up and then yeah. just leave <laughs> and just hover over to your table and go, excuse me, what? Uh, it says you can get baked beans here. And he'd go, what's that about? And he'd go, well, if you're interested in the greatest baked beans of all time, then this is definitely a dish that I would recommend. <laughs> And then he'd just leave. And then he'd say really weird stuff. Like, John Major was in here a few months ago. And I saw him enjoying the beans. And then he'd sort of be gone. Like, he'd be come over and he'd be gone. And then he started talking about, he found a card on the floor, donor, kidney donor card. And he went, I could never give my organs away. <laughs> I'm going to list a bunch of uh, people that you've worked with and you tell me who's met the man, who's met him. Oh, okay. Fulcher. Yeah, Fulcher's definitely met him. Berry. He's a bit like Fulcher. Both berries. Weird. I was going to say, he sounds like a Fulcher <laughs> character. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Julian, definitely. Don't think Matt Berry ever... Oh, but I think Matt Berry might have experienced... He's a quite a Soho character, Matt Berry. Yeah. I think he might have known about him. But I don't think he ever went with me. Farnaby? Definitely. Yeah. Farnaby and Julian were quite tight. Yeah. So Farnaby would have met him at some Interchangeable. Point. Yeah. Tall, <laughs> tall northern men with small eyes. <laughs> they were very tight. Alice Lowe. Alice Lowe ever met him? Uh, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Weirdly, the Garth, the Merengues, yeah. and the Bush. That whole crew. It was like we were MC5 and they were the Stooges. And they got a record deal before we did, and we were furious. <laughs> it's like, hey, these young guys are amazing. And then Channel 4 went, yeah, we'll have them, not you. And we were like, oh, wait a second, that's not what we meant. <laughs> we used to play the Hand and Chickens, and Matt Berry was, he would come along and do a weird act, and then Garth would open for us. Yeah, it was a strange old night. You can imagine it either was amazing or the worst thing anyone's ever seen, because if people weren't into it, then... There was nothing else coming on. Yeah. It's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the man who owns Gay, gay Hazard. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the same. And now, the guy <laughs> from Big Sur. Hey, little brother. <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> oh, it's been shown here. The famous Ambrosia Burger. Yeah, that's it, yeah. The famous Ambrosia Burger. It is absolutely incredible. Is it like a smashed patty? Yeah. See that's that's in now. Square. That's back in. Is it? Yeah. The patty. For for a while, it was like like you say the yeah, big thick the burgers, tall burgers, the tall burgers, putting yeah. an onion ring in, all that stuff. Yeah. Too and much now, stuff. Now it's back to smash. Yeah. I love the little the smash patty, the wimpy yeah. burger. Yeah, yeah. And they're quite cheap in America. Those burgers, but they still taste quite good. There's a lot more pride in their burgers there yeah. in making a good burger. And there's you know there's places here that get that now. Yeah. There's some really good burgers now. There in, are, in, aren't in, there? the uk but for a while it was just like 
Bimenberg or whatever was seen yes. as like that. That's the they're the best burgers. I, I couldn't get on board. No, I couldn't get on board. Weird. Just go to Black Bear in Brixton. Black Bear. Their miso burger. Yeah, that's insane. That miso burger. Yeah, yeah. What's what? This is witchcraft. What's yeah. happening? <laughs> A miso burger. That it might be the best burger I've ever had. Yeah, it's incredible. That sounds like one of my jokes. It's <laughs> a black bear in South London who's handing out miso burger. <laughs> <laughs> I could close with that. <laughs> At the end, it gives you yeah. the key. Yeah. The Perfect close. Ow. Oh, it's my key. <laughs> What is your dream side if it's not the baked beans then? Well, I mean, I'm thinking now it should be the baked beans. I really like mashed potato. Mm. Baby food's filled in my ex-girlfriend used to call me. I I used to like Farley's rusks. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're still quite amazing. Oh, but... Have you ever had one no. recently? Not recently. Not recently. They're still good. <laughs> and they've got a bit of NASA in them. They're in like a foil. Yeah. There's the carbon oh, packet and then there's a foil protective. To make them keep for ages, right? I guess you can yeah. just... Yeah. And they're still quite malty. They've got like a nice yeah. sort of... Uh, I like that malty. I'm a sucker for malt. Yeah. I like a malt milkshake. Um, I love a chocolate malt milkshake. I mean, in a way, I haven't included that, but... It's one of my favourite things. But I like mashed potato. My dad makes really good mashed potato. It's the best mashed potato, really. And whenever we're at a restaurant, it was like a family thing where we'd always go see if the mash is as good as dad's. And it never would be. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally it would, but we'd always say his was better. It's not as good as yours, dad, thinking this is much better. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I had really good Gordon Ramsay mashed potato once. Yeah. In Claridge's or somewhere. I remember thinking, oh, Ramsey's nailed the mash here. Ramsey's he wasn't in, in, obviously. It was his staff. But well, you don't know. He, he, might, be have in. he, he might, might have been, been in. in. Sometimes yeah. he's in. It's definitely his recipe, though. Yeah. And I've had, you know, a obscene mash. You know, mash that's so runny. You're just going, this is oh. a drink. <laughs> you need a hip flask for this. <laughs> and is it puree? I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. what's this? <laughs> I need a pint of mash. Yeah, no, It's too you. much. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not See, I quite. I don't mind the runny mash. You I like quite the like runny potato mash? Puree. It's more like a sauce. Yeah, and, and also the French one where they put, I don't know, I can't remember what it's called now, where they put like so much cheese in it, it almost yeah. becomes like a potato fondue. Cheesy I love mash. that sticky potato cheese glue. Chives, I love it. Onion mash. Yeah. I do like the mashes, but I think the puree one's a little bit too runny for me. It's like soup. And then, but maybe a hip flask of mash. You're like a hip flask of mash. Maybe yeah. a hip flask. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but if it's not the runny mash, how are you going to get the mash out? You're going to take a swig and nothing's going to... It's going to have to be the runny mash, isn't it? Who would do a good runny mash? Heston. Heston would do a runny oh, mash. Man, yeah, I went to think. a pop-up restaurant Yeah, Heston's once. It was 18 courses. I was done after three. I was so angry. <laughs> I went through such a series of emotions. I think I cried at one point. It's like torture. Yeah. I went with loads of my friends who were real foodies and yeah. they were loving it. And me and my other one friend were going, oh, no, please, no more. And there was like four desserts. And at that point, you were so full and you hated yourself. Yeah. And you'd, re you'd actually, at one point, they brought a mirror and you just looked at yourself <laughs> and reassessed, <laughs> reevaluated your life on this planet. <laughs> this is you now on course 15. Now, and you're like, I used to get naked and just look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> And then um, there were so many, the palate cleansers were like courses in themselves. Yeah. So there was only, there were like four palate cleansers and 17 courses. Yeah. The desserts were like ridiculous. They were like gold leaf sort of, you know, I don't even know what they were. There was some bell that was made out of gold leaf. It was insane. Yeah. And, but 
I remember just at the end, I, I was like, I was so angry with Heston because I just was like, this is horrible. And then I saw him about a week later at Jimmy Carr's party and I couldn't look him in the eye. <laughs> I was like, I can't even look at this guy. He ruined me. Because I really don't like feeling full. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you, that story was told to the wrong guys. That sounded like absolute hell. that sound yeah, like you're there going, yeah, yeah. yeah, apart from being at Jimmy Carr's party, everything else sounds great. <laughs> But you think he'd be able to nail the runny mash, the hip flask of mash? Yeah, I think mean, yeah, good mash though. So I think yeah. we should whack that in a hip flask. Yeah, nice. Should we probably say to Heston, I want it to taste exactly like my dad's mash. Yeah, but be runny, runny enough but to drink. Run, yeah, yeah. Nick, let's purify he could my dad's. Figure out a way of doing that with science. Yeah, he probably could, couldn't he? And then get a little hip flask made of meringue or fondant. That's oh, you'd gonna... like to eat that at the end as well. Yeah, you got to eat the hip flask. The mer- meringue. When you open it, that it? sort of dry ice Maybe, comes out. Yeah, you need a bit of that. It was yeah. made of rusks, the hip oh, flask. Rusks. Oh, rusk. A rusky hip flask. Farley's yeah. rusk yeah. hip flask filled with runny Heston mash. Runny Heston <laughs> slash my dad's mash. Yes. <laughs> Your dream drink, Noel. Even though you just had a hip flask... Full of runny I, mash. Yeah. So I mean, that of... is my dream drink, isn't it? You know what? When I was a little kid, you could get these 10p ice poles. And they were yeah, cheap yeah, as yeah. chips. I don't know. Yeah. You, and any news agent, poles. you would open that coffin, you know that. Yeah. And you could get these quite fat yeah. ice poles. I don't know if they were ice pops or ice poles. Poles. Poles, I poles? think. Well, I was, yeah. They were long Oh, that's ones. what we called them. Ice they, really they, were, they were really bright yeah, colours. Yeah. Like blue, the bright blue one. The bright yeah, blue yeah. one. That looked like... That was quite space foodie. Yeah. yeah. It was like NASA's pop-up restaurant. And so basically... But there were these fat ones that were 10p. Yeah. So we used to go and play... And some holidays when we were young, we used to go on our BMXs to... This is our old home. And then we'd go and play tennis. We'd get the tennis court early. Yeah. So we'd go to this part where there was a tennis court. And you had to get in there quick, otherwise you wouldn't get the court. So it'd be like five of us playing all day. We'd have like a pound for lunch, so yeah. like you'd have some crisps and a Mars bar, mm-hmm. and the rest of it you'd just spend, and maybe a Tango or a Fanta, probably in those days. Yeah. And then you'd have like twenty p left, and you get two ice poles. Yeah. And they were—I don't know what they were. <laughs> they were probably just all food coloring, chemicals and stuff. Chemicals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Chemical. Water with chemicals yeah. in it. Toilet like, duck. It was a lemonade one. Oh and yeah. It's so good, the juice from that. Yeah. And I always used to think, why can't you just get this as a drink? I mean, you can, but it's just that little bit at the end yeah. of the bag, you know, yeah. the see-through sleeping bag with the juice at the end. So you save that for the end and you drink it. Yeah. I guess let a them, pint of that. Would it work to let them melt and then just swig the whole thing? I don't know about the, that. The mm. problem is... Okay. <laughs> the genie knows. Is yeah, that, it's almost as if someone's tried this. <laughs> is that when you want to do that... Yeah. You're not old enough to have the discipline to let it to let melt. it melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. we all think maybe as a kid we think they should just sell this as as a as a drink because yeah. this bit at the end is my favourite bit. Yeah, and then uh, uh, you know I remember buying an ice pole and being like, this one I'm going to let it melt all the yeah. way. Yeah. This is this is when I do it because and then the it all melt. Yeah, and then I'd cave and start <laughs> eating it, having it when it was solid. Well, also there's no information on those packets. No, nothing. <laughs> There's no ingredients, there's no name, yeah. they're just anonymous yeah. fat ice poles, 10p. Yeah. I don't know if the guy in the shop had made them or his wife had made them. <laughs> they're just colourful liquids yeah. frozen in a see-through sheaf. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that element of mystery was quite attractive to you as well yeah. in terms of like... And also yeah. quite uh, quite hard to get into. Yeah. yeah. 
you could take out a filling that yeah. over yeah to bring yeah. that yeah. thing open yeah. yeah and there was a t- uh, there was a technique to it wasn't there sort of like you sort of push it up and then you'd let the juice go into the bottom yeah. bit yeah, yeah, yeah they do look yeah. a bit like in, especially in those freezers look a bit like sort of frozen lab samples yeah just which to, they could have been yeah Maybe that's what was going on. People started buying them. Like, okay, yeah. He was just. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't, didn't say that. He was just having a barocca for colour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pissing into. <laughs> Trying different things. Petri yeah. plastic bags. Yeah, this turns out. I tell you, some kids who've got a tennis court all day are going to come in here on their BMXs. They're going to love these. So that I think again, it might be that you were a little child and that you it tasted bad. It was summer. You were. Really, yeah. Also, you know, to go out with a pound on your BMX. You were really thirsty because you've been playing tennis for four hours. Yeah. So maybe there was an element of you were really dehydrated yeah. Yeah. and that was keeping you alive. Are we melting them down or do you just want the ends of loads of frozen the ones? Ends. Yeah, I think if you melt them down, maybe something happens. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. I think you have to let it happen naturally. Mm-hmm. And then you just, uh, it takes a long, probably take a long time. Yeah. Because there's not much juice at the bottom of the bag. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can maybe that, there's please. never enough, and that's probably what you love about it. Is it never just a quite little enough? Bit. Yeah, no, you'd love a big swig of that from a pint glass. Yeah, but you, you never yeah. get it, and that's yeah. what makes you think you need it. But if you had a pint of it, maybe you go, "This is horrible." Would you, Were you a fan of a calippo as well? <laughs> yeah, love yeah. a calippo. So good. I would always get a lolly over an ice cream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do like ice cream. I like gelatos. I like the sort of the ice cream man ice cream. You yeah. used to work in an ice cream van, didn't you? <laughs> no, I used to work on. Yeah, I used to sell ice creams at uh, a theme park. All right, in a little hatch. So you like Caligula? Me with the water. You probably had way too many. No, right? I couldn't. I, no, I, I, I could had them all the time, that. but I still love. Never them. got bored. Still my favorite food. Really? Yeah, yeah ice yeah. cream. Still my favorite food. That's amazing. But, and I did, I did have the keys to the the mansion. It was weirdly. Uh, it wasn't. A, I always go to say I worked in this theme park for one summer, but I didn't. I worked it there for one autumn. You still which work is there, ridiculous. Don't you? <laughs> One autumn, I worked at ice cream season. A theme park. No one came, so I was basically kicking about all day, helping myself to ice cream. Yeah. So you were just eat, you were just the kid. I was just go- in a also, sweet shop. But the thing was, is like I was in a the place where I worked was like there was three. It was a little building, and there's three hatches in there. One was ice creams, and then round the corner was drinks, and then round the corner again was the hot food or the fried food. But the ice cream hatch looked directly onto the the offices where the bosses were. Right. So they could see into you. So yeah, I, then you I would have to doing. sneakily get some ice cream, then go around to the drinks hatch, eat it there. Yeah. And then go back round to ice cream like I hadn't just been eating the ice cream. Keep all around your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just been doing some business right <laughs> Been doing some stock taking back there. <laughs> but the the time that it's autumn cleaning the drinks hatch. <laughs> Wow, was, that autumn. It was the only year, I think, I don't remember ever seeing it anywhere before or since. And I think it was Cornetto who brought it out, but it might have been someone else, where it was like a soft serve. So it's like these um kind of uh, cylinders of ice cream, and you put it in this machine and then pull it down like a one-armed bandit, mm-hmm. and it would come out soft serve, and it was like wow. um, like a strawberry Cornetto flavour. Magic. A chocolate one. Never seen them Alchemy. again anywhere. Alchemy, yeah. basically. So I was able to make my own like Mr. Whippy Cornettos just for myself all the time. And how old were you? I was fifteen. Ah, oh, well, that's it, sweet isn't spot. It? Yeah, yeah. That's all you care about when you're fifteen. Yeah, not interested great. in girls, cars, and you're just interested in sugar, sweets, yeah. ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were Mr. Whippy. You were your own Mr. Whippy. Master Whippy. Master Whippy. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the chewing gum and the sort of little balls of bubble gum. 
oh, they yeah. used to get in the Mr. Whippy. They were unusual, weren't they? Yeah, the they first lose their time, flavor pretty quick. First time I ordered, I think they were called Screwballs, weren't they? Screwballs. Yeah. First time I ordered that, I didn't know there was chewing gum at the end. No. And uh, that surprised me. Yeah, you yeah. Were choking, it's a real rush to hospital. Like, like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> like, I've been going for it anyway, not checking with anyone if that's supposed to be there. They were quite, both my ice cream men were quite, there were two characters. One was called George and he was Italian. He looked like, um, Guy out of Starsky and Hutch, he had sort of a perm. Yeah. We used to take the piss out of him. As kids just rip ice cream then, don't they? And then the other guy was called Rinaldi. Yeah. And I had quite sort of blonde hair, sort of modish hair. And he used to call me Marianne Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> Which I had no clue who that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Rinaldi. Okay, Mum, the ice cream man calls me Marianne Faithful. And she'd laugh. And I'd yeah. think, what's a bit weird? What's this joke? And, and uh, the cheese plant would explain it to yeah. you. He was, really, he was really rude. He was kind of evil. He'd often just Don't like, upset, that's no. enough. And he'd just drive off it was quite nuts but I liked as I got older I sort of appreciated that he was actually just really funny yeah but as kids we were mortally offended by his sort of rudeness is Marianne Faithful still going is she still still going going? nodding because I'm going to pitch this so we've got got a way in here she should go on the traitors Marianne Faithful (laughs) 100% faithful she just tell everyone she's 100% faithful or 100% Marianne (laughs) go around going I'm 100% Marianne (laughs) You know, the first time I saw the Traitor's trailer, the yeah. advert, I thought it was me. <laughs> I, was like, I remember filming that. And then my wife asked Claudia Winkleman, and I was like, oh, yeah. It was a quick clip. <laughs> your dream dessert. No, well, we now, arrive at your dream dessert. I, and, um, well, what I oh, for? this is tricky. I found this, very, I found this the hardest. I've got a sweet tooth. I'm mm. not a savoury dude. So... I do remember the first time I had Angel Delight and I... Baby food. I loved it. Yeah. But also, for some reason, there was a day where I bunked off school and started making my own Angel Delight at home. So I associate it with being sort of naughty. Yeah. yeah. And I put the tally on. There was some weird program about Bigfoot on. I freaked myself out. <laughs> and it was like, you look really scary. It was yeah. that sort of weird footage of Bigfoot. I think it's called the Patterson footage, where it sort of looks around. You know the one where it's walking and then it sort of looks around to yeah. the camera? And I remember thinking, this is terrifying. I was probably about seven or something. Well, this is terrifying. You and bunked then now school when, when you were seven? Maybe I was 12. Yeah. Oh, if you were 12, I bet I know who loved it that you bunked off school. <laughs> Home so early. I won't tell no one. Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> How about you go and put on those gym jams? <laughs> oh, eating the angel to life. That Bigfoot looks like a scary fella. Why don't you come over here? I'll, Let I'll me reassure you. you a little. <laughs> I'll tell you what really delights the angels. <laughs> All right, so I was bunking off scores, yep. eating an angel, helping myself to butterscotch. I think I had a butterscotch and a strawberry angel to life. I was out of my mind on E-numbers. Mm. And Bigfoot came on. It really scared me. And then I couldn't look at that footage for a long time. And then when I looked at it when I was older, I just was like, this is a guy in a suit. You can see the zip. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so I was just like a South London dude <laughs> from Sutton just walking down the road. Oh, mate. <laughs> Didn't look anything like Bigfoot. But as a kid, I was like, oh, my, wow. So I sort of think of Angel Delight and I think of bunking off. The cheese plant times. But I'm not sure about Angels of Light. There were two things at school. I love those school dinners. I had, I'm a 70s child, so there was 80s child. So there was school dinners that were 
there were these tarts that they used to make, and one was called a gypsy tart, I think, which I'm not, mm-hmm. probably won't be called that anymore. Josie Long also <laughs> brought this up, and, was, and it was the same qualifier. The gypsy yeah. tart. Yeah. She it's likes a, the gypsy well, yeah. She loved it. She also wasn't sure if it should be called that anymore. Well, but, I, I don't know what it was. It yeah. had like a topping, a sort of beige topping yeah. that was chewy, but yeah. a bit crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. And then they made gypsy tarts on Bake Off. Prue knew about them. Yeah. Prue knows everything. And it wasn't as good. So I was wondering if it, again, my childlike taste buds tricked me in some way. But there were, the, the problem with the, the school desserts were in a week you would get gypsy tart once, but you'd also get rice pudding. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that used to make me feel sick. Yeah. And I went, oh, my, there was a weird dinner lady who used to make, you'd have to eat your dessert. Yeah. And I couldn't eat rice pudding. And so she said, you're not leaving. One day she took a stand. Oh, no. So you're not leaving until you've eaten it. And I just said, I'm not going to eat it. So we sat there opposite each other for like an hour and a half. The problem with that was it got cold. So it's even worse. Yeah. Oh. And she said, you're not leaving. And it was just awful. I was young as well. Yeah. That's my primary school. Yeah. And so she's she t- sort of, this is a true story. She tried to force rice pudding into me and I puked oh. on her hand. <laughs> New one, new on that one. Next day, gypsy tart. Everything was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she forced, and I was, it's the texture of rice pudding, the lumps or whatever it is in that. And I just went, yeah. stories like that. You kind of go like, from your perspective, you telling that story, it's a, it's a perfectly reasonable story for you to go around telling everyone understands your stance in it. I just can't imagine I her going around telling people that story and coming and yeah. thinking that she's. How could she even tell that that makes her sound good yeah, in any way? She sounds mad. I had right? a standoff with him. Yeah. It was dessert as well, which isn't even good for it's him. Not, and it's not something you force kids to eat, dessert. Yeah. Right? Rice I sat there for an hour and a half with him, and then I tried to force it down him, and then he was sick on my hand. One <laughs> <laughs> of her friends is sympathising yeah. with her oh, at man. any point. He's on her hand. side. He should be expelled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That He's bad seed. <laughs> so what is, out of all oh, them so then... So Gypsy Tart, I love, maybe like. with... Angel Delight as a sauce. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Is that okay? Well, that yeah, yeah. Scotch Angel Delight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not an idiot. Go <laughs> well, I'll read your menu back to you now and see how you feel about it. Your water, you would like liquefied party rings from the 80s. Problems of no, bread. No, already disappointed at himself, by the way, when you, you might, said that. <laughs> you want your own, your own homemade garlic bread. Yeah. Nice. And you want to travel into the future two to four minutes. Starter, a bowl of peeled lychees. Main course, the famous Ambrosia burger. From I feel the, like we've missed a major detail with the lychees, but oh yeah, you would like the gerbil to w- wash your insides with it, <laughs> yeah. and then you come you come out. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. That's part, Thank of the, you, that's part of the order. Thanks I think. for picking me up yeah. on that. Yeah, main course, the famous Ambrosia burger. Side dish: Dad's runny mash in a rusk hip flask, but yeah. made by Heston Blumenthal. Made by Heston. Drink a pint of the ends of ten p ice poles, lemonade <laughs> ice poles, when you were a kid. Dessert: the school gypsy tart with butterscotch angel delight. As a sauce. Yeah. Feel good? Feels amazing. Very 70s. I'd say the 70s pops up in almost every course. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? You seem to be really seriously reflecting on that and what, <laughs> and, and what, it, what it says about you. And I'd like to have that meal with the dinner lady who forced me. Yeah. Do you want to be sick so on her hand at the end? You're going to force her to eat it? Well, I'd like her to be sick on my hands. <laughs> so that... We could just even things out. And then James goes back into his cat flap. Yeah. And I go, was that a dream? <laughs> and then I fill my pocket. <laughs> and my keys are there. 
Perfect. <laughs> Thank Beautiful. you so much, Noel. Thank you, Noel. Well, that was a treat. <laughs> Well, there we are. A great episode with Noel, I thought. Exactly the kind of menu you'd hope for. Shit. Liquidized party rings. The menu was shit. What? The menu was horrible. <laughs> Most of it was liquid and yeah, uh, just like sweet. The menu was horrible, but I didn't mind because it was such a fun chat. Yes, lovely chat. A um, lot, of, lot of laughter to be had. Also, Noel told us after that um, we're like the third podcast he's ever done. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think he's doing well, actually. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Imagine if he never does another one. That's it. Just for, just the goal. Would you take throw. that as a compliment or an insult? Insult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Of course. But listen, I tell you what you should all watch is on Apple TV Plus, the completely made up adventures of Dick Turpin, which Noel is in and is fantastic. And we're very much looking forward to seeing the whole thing. And it's coming out on the 1st of March, so very, very soon indeed. Make sure you watch that. Noel, of course, did not say spicy corot and coriander soup. Corrot and car- did I say corot? You can't and- say it. You I can't, can't say, say oh, spicy okay, carrot and coriander. I you said corrot and coriander. If you were in the bush, yeah, that, oh, that I would wouldn't have last taken. long, mate. So- <laughs> I'd, first writing session, I go, guys, can we just be sensible here? <laughs> this is too weird. None of this, none of this makes sense. No, you, you used to be in doing wacky stuff with Nish and Tom Neenan and it Jay, wasn't Jay that Sharp. wacky though, man. You would write wacky stuff, and Nish kind of leaves the gig and then comes back in dressed as a Scottish person called Haggis McNish. That's true. That's boosh territory. Yeah, yeah, we did do Haggis McNish. I forget about Haggis McNish. Yeah, and he'd come back in and just sit in the audience and pretend to be an audience member and you'd talk to him. And then he'd take his wig off and I'd be really surprised. Yeah. That was in a stand-up show. <laughs> that was a mixed bill stand-up show that Haggis McNish would pop up in. Cool fun. Cool fun. Is what this, the show was called? Yes. So I think you'd fit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the boosh writer's room. Yeah, but my first idea, I go, right, I've got this idea. He's called Haggis McNish. <laughs> and then they'd say something else and i go, guys, come on. Corot and Gariander. <laughs> um, hey, Ed, aren't you on tour soon? I am. I'm on tour starting in March, actually. Um, so starting on March the 12th, uh, I'm on tour all over the UK and Ireland. Uh, the show's called Hot Diggity Dog. Edgamble.co.uk for tickets. And maybe if you come to one of the London shows, there might be an appearance from a little guy called Haggis McNish. <laughs> and, uh, also, I, I would encourage people to listen to Springleaf, my audio sitcom. All 10 episodes are out wherever you get your podcasts. I'm very proud of it. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy that all of it is out now. And who's in it? So many people, including yourself. And? Haggis McNish. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Off Menu. We will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or amusing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? 
Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour miracle grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.